it's time for the Any Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is Damian Lemon. And this is Ali Muhammad. And this is In The Conversation. The podcast. Yeah. Christmas morning edition. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Mm. Merry Christmas, shorty. Absolutely. Happy that you unwrapped this box. Here's your gift. Enjoy. <laughs> Uh, I feel good to be here on this. this <laughs> Who was that? Hey, whoever. whoever uh, popped, here's your gift. <laughs> whoever popped the box. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're happy to be here on this day that you're actually listening or whenever you're listening. We still festive. We in the moment with you. Some Christmas cheer. Uh, it's the end of the year. It's cold as fuck outside. Uh, but you know what? I think at the end of the year, at the end of a decade also, but at the end of 2019, we figured, you know what, what's a good, what's a good present to give than to just take a look at the past? No doubt. You know what I mean? Did you freak? Did you peep that punnet tree? That little punnet tree? Uh, yeah, so we wanted to just, uh, just review, the, just take a look at the, the year in review and, uh, you know. Isolate some moments, you know. Yeah, these are the the conversation moments. In the know? conversation, yeah, in review, the conversation moments. Uh, moments of conversation. Uh, Mr. Muhammad, why don't you uh, take us take us into this into this moment? Well, <clears throat> hello, people. This is Ali Muhammad, as you know. Very formal, no doubt. Um, what we're gonna do here is Voice we, we're gonna take a look at you know the year in review. We have some categories here, you know. Some of the conversational shifters, you know, cultural moments, best food trends, mm. the regular award, the regular, uh. you know, movie of the year, yep. TV moments of the year, you know what I'm saying? Uh, basically, the the people who had the biggest come up, you know what I'm saying? The Upness Awards. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going to take it from, you know, we're going we're gonna to take that and bang out. Let's get to it. You know what I'm saying? So I think we start this whole thing off with who were some of the biggest conversation shifters mm. this year? Okay. Who what you who you thinking? Who you got? Well, I mean, you have a you have a lot of people that that probably fall across a few of these different categories. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as far as driving conversation this year, I think um I would really look at people like um Kanye Cap. Mm. All the black quarterbacks in the NFL, right? And Meg the Stallion. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh -huh. So we, of course, we know Meg. She mm -hmm. took over the whole summer. Mm -hmm. You know, and it gave it a, a theme for the women. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was a hot girl summer, uh -huh. and not to be. Uh, taken lightly because, you know, not only did she coin the phrase and run with it and get people to participate in it, she trademarked it, she owns it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She made it a whole moment. Right. The 360 moment where, you know, she can cash in from it as it moves forward. You know, um, she built the whole brand off of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, she made herself come from relative, you know, local fame to a, a global phenomenon. Absolutely, driving the boat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she definitely, uh, definitely uh, spearheaded a uh, an exuberant performance of uh, 
of being in the moment. You know what I mean? It was right. a lot of, it was a lot of, like, yeah, let's go all out. Let's get, you know what I mean? It was a lot right. of, yeah, it was a hot girl summer. It was something. And it, it wasn't was just even being in the moment. It was drawing people into the moment. Like, Truly. You know what I'm no, wherever she went, you know what I'm saying, you got drawn into this whole thing. Right. And and next thing you know, you got the damn do say pouring down your throat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You know, had that been anybody else, it might have been a problem. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's it's like you you look up and you you swallow it and it's cognac exactly. straight from the bottle. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, that's coming through kind of forcefully. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So not a, a baby sip. Not too many people could pull that off in this day and age. And her and her, uh, her twerk action is uh is 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 quite. Uh, what's the word? Phenomenal, uh, <laughs> type. You know what I mean? Uh, very. It's up there. You know what I mean? There's a lot of women that that praise her knees. Yeah, her you know? knee game has created a whole life of their own. Derrick Rose would love to have those knees. <laughs> you know, those are those are those I, are hardy knees. I used to have knees like that. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Everybody used to have knees like that. <laughs> she got you know she got a uh, peak knee game. Uh, yeah, so yeah, shout out to Meg Thee Stallion. So you said Meg Thee Stallion, all the black quarterbacks, Kaepernick. Kaepernick, you know, leading the, you know, the, the kind of, conversation around it. Uh-huh. Around just, you know, mm-hmm. the NFL, and, you know, and all that he's, you know, stood for and the whole trials and tribulations yes. and, and the collusion and the social justice component around it. And then, you know, it's activism, just it's activism, and you know the the whole conversation around is he worthy of being in the NFL right now? You know, it's is you know definitely less talented quarterbacks per se, according to the conversation hmm. that you know he could fill a, at least a second man on somebody's roster. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, that conversation is happening. You have guys like Lamar Jackson. Lighten it Changing up. the the quarterback game as far as how the conversation goes about quarterbacks and and black quarterbacks in specific. Right. Well, what do you think of uh, not to? I've also heard people saying it's like the not to minimize Lamar Jackson's his his, uh, his wave, but there's people feeling like it's like the second coming of Mike Vick, also. Also, in the way that it's the second coming of Mike Vick, and I think extended on to that, I think there's uh, the vindication of Mike Vick on a certain level, like because you know Mike Vick. I don't know if you saw when he uh, when Lamar Jackson beat his record, mm-hmm. you know he shouted him out immediately from the right. from the man cave or whatever. But it was like there's still a lot of people that are still you know trying to persecute. Mike Vick, even beyond the fact that he served his time and he did all of that mm-hmm. type of shit, so right. it's just like that that energy, the way that motherfucker be shaking and juking motherfuckers mm-hmm. off, and he just he's just a problem to where you gotta you gotta pay attention because he could go he could run that shit or he could just throw that shit. Right. He got you off balance. It kind of makes you kind of in retrospect for those people that were there to see Mike Vick. It's almost mm-hmm. like. Not a retro, you know what I'm saying? Because right. he's his own man. But it was like, 
it's, it brought it brought it brought back a little bit of a little bit a little bouquet of flowers for the yeah for the definitely cat. it definitely opens up the conversation about Vic especially you know if I mean? you're not a dog owner you know what I'm saying I mean even now like you say the man served his time mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying he's worked with the Humane Society to to you know educate people on you know what I'm saying right. the ill effects of, of dog fighting and mistreatment of animals and stuff right. so you know what I'm saying for me that conversation is not really on the table right now actively mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so. That's not even a part of it. As far as as what Lamar is doing, is it's a is reminding us of how electric Vic was in that era. Right. But it's also letting us know how talented Lamar is because even as electric as he is on his feet, mm-hmm. he's thrown more touchdowns this year than I think Vic has in mm. any of his seasons. Wow. So. You know the cat is actually balling, balling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's throwing it and running. You know what I'm saying? He double so, threat. So it's like he's and he's doing it in a way where they didn't expect. You know what I mean? They didn't expect that it would beat us. You know he came out late first round, which is not as bad as we kind of make it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we see the picture of him with his mom and his head down on the table and shit. You know what I'm saying? What picture is this? Who's this? It's a picture of him at the draft in his suit, uh-huh. and you know what I'm saying? Looking dejected. Or? Yeah, he kind of looking, watching it on the on his phone. His mom is there. He kind of leaning into his mom, and it looks like he's, you know, he been, he was waiting the whole yeah. first round. He was like picked yeah, the last of the first bit. round. He was sweating. Right. But then you know you look at cats like Tom Brady. He was picked in the sixth fucking round. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know. Right. You never know. <laughs> you know it's, it's like. It's like, you know, it ain't as bad. Who'd have thought? Right. Right. <laughs> but for him, and then it's like, you know, all these teams that picked over him, you know, you know, he got Baltimore. But Baltimore picked over him a couple of times before they actually picked him mm-hmm. in the, you know, the last pick of the first round. So all that for not, because he gets out there, he's he's handling in his business. You know what I'm saying? It, mm-hmm. it might be the best thing that he had that chip on his shoulder and and – they they got him at a price where they could afford to rebuild around his skill set. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, everything worked how it worked, and now we're getting the quality entertainment out of it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm enjoying it. Like I say, I, I mean, I haven't enjoyed football in a long time like that. But this season, I was I was ready to watch what he what he came to do this season. Yeah, yeah, nah. I haven't even seen. <clears throat> I've yet to see a full game of him play. I just I watch the clips. He's a problem. I hear the talk. You know what I mean. I just I, I feel the energy. You know what yeah. I'm saying. It's definitely he's uh, he's a phenomenon. You yeah, know what and, I mean? and it's always better to watch it. You know what I'm saying in, in the, the game moment because right. You know you can actually see the damage that he's doing on mm-hmm. each individual little play. You know what I'm saying. They went games without punting. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it was like. When you get the third and fourteen, and then they, you know, what I'm saying he go for thirty six, like those moments right there don't look the same in the highlights as they do right. when you're watching the game. Because you ain't feeling it in that moment. The mistakes aren't. Yeah, it's just out of context. Right. So yeah, yeah. You know, so that that you know he he definitely like him. You know, Mahomes. You know, a lot of the, all the black quarterbacks that's doing their thing. Is, Mahomes uh, is black. Dog, I'm out the loop. I'm trying to tell you, I didn't. I haven't been watching I, Mahomes. I didn't know Mahomes was black. Say, I just found out. You know how they say on the internet, to just this moment. My man from from Dallas, Patrick uh, Mahomes. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. My man. I, yo, I thought that was a white man. It sounds like a white man, Patrick Mahomes. 
It sounds like a white man. He light skinned it. Okay. It sounds like a white man on paper, but I'm sorry, Pat. He might be mixed. I don't know. Yeah, but, but yeah, I didn't know that. I could have swore he was a white guy. All you right, well, let it go. You got my, you know, Dallas quarterback. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Oh. Dak Prescott. Prescott, you know what I'm saying? You got the cat and the Texans. Uh, so it's a lot of cats doing their things. Yeah, doing their doing their thing. Cam Newton's hurt, right? Cam Newton is hurt. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. But they got that. Uh, that got that that white running back run TMC. Timothy McCaffrey. Was it Timothy? Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. He, supposed to be getting busy. Shit. Even even my man um, Teddy Bridgewater in, in New Orleans was doing his thing before Breeze came back. Quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Breeze Breeze was out. Uh-huh. He went what? Five and zero before Breeze came back. Damn, you know what I'm saying? He was killing it. Uh. He from Miami too. And they took him out, put Breeze back in. Yeah, you huh? know, the Breeze is the franchise, right? So, I guess. Know, uh, yeah, but it it do raise your stock in case you know want to shake a move, right? And, right. You know, what I'm saying? To leverage that and bust some bust another move somewhere, right? You yeah. know, that's what's so up. you know. So this is a season where that is becoming big in the conversation, which is you know pretty interesting. Mm. Right uh, so next on our list of well, I got oh, somebody. Who, that, who you got? Uh, who you got? Shifted the light, got in the. Co- I'm gonna put Chappelle on that list. Uh, you know okay. he he definitely. You think this year was the year? I think that this sticks and stones special was like a culmination of like a like a flurry of mm-hmm. like I think he brought a lot of um attention back to stand up not that there wasn't mm-hmm. you know what i mean but um you know i think that was his sixth special in like two years or something like that it sticks and stones is probably you know maybe the double down on all of them you know what i mean like mm-hmm. the most if you want to say abrasive or polarizing or the most uh comedy we're gonna really uh whether you liked it or not i thought that it was a exercise in making space for uh, all types of commentary. Right. You know what I mean? Like uh, not really yielding to the PC culture of it all. You right. know what I mean? Comedians is uh, are meant to kind of be provocative and to kind of, you know, make you think a little bit or take you out of your comfort zone or challenge your views or stuff like that. Or at least introducing the conversation. I think sometimes... Uh, you know, there's so many stakes at hand. You know, somebody, Chappelle, is so established just in a, uh, in a, you know, just catalog and, and output, you know, in his whole career, mm-hmm. plus financially good for him to really still go out there in the midst of this whole cancel culture wave and say, fuck it. You know, it 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 was a it was a like a it was a rally call to other cats saying, "Nah, man, don't yield to your expression, especially if it's never meant to offend. If you're not doing it for shock value or doing, it's not hate speech. You know, it's just it's just like yeah, let's let's expand the thought. Let's let's knock down some of these conventions. Let's knock down some of these these philosophies that we define ourselves by." You know right. what I'm saying? So I think that um, that opened the the wave to just a stream of a lot more comedy, you know? And, uh, you know, just the comedy space has been doing well in, in podcasting and, and everything. But I do feel like he's uh, 
he definitely um, opened that door to where it was way more conversation about what can you say, what can't you say. And, no, you know, he did. He so. did carry that on his shoulders. Yeah. So you know, what uh, I'm saying that you know, yeah, mm-hmm. that that's 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 big. Yeah. To carry the conversation on mm-hmm. your shoulder, yeah. on your own by yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean. You know, uh, maybe not by yourself. There's other people out there, but he was definitely, he was, he, he was definitely like, yeah, you might be right on that. I mean, he declared, he, he said, did, "Yo, fuck it, yeah, I'm here. He, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, take this big platform, right, and I'm gonna dedicate this whole platform, this, this show, right, to putting that conversation on my shoulders, right. I don't you want it to be safe. I'm at, I'm at. I done got all my money back. Mm-hmm. I'm at the top of my game. You know what I'm saying? Ain't much you could do at this point. No. You know what I mean? You clicked you, on my face. If you yeah, you know what I'm saying? If you cancel me now, I'm still straight. Right. But I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell it to you straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which made people think. Yeah. And uh yeah, to your point, I didn't think about it, but you know, you saying well, I also had I also had a little <laughs> I don't know if it was as big, but uh Courtney Kemp, for better or worse. Okay. She had motherfuckers. Uh, so we putting that in the in, as a shifter, shifter of the conversation. I felt like there was a good portion of, especially this podcast, but there was a good portion of the year that was dedicated to unpacking what happened this Sunday. No you doubt. Know, on power, whether we were happy or pleased or whatever, power was like everybody's team. Mm-hmm. For a minute, you know, you hope you hope for the best. You almost expect the worst. You know what I'm saying? But you're there for it all. You throughout, right. and they stretching this fucking finale season like like Coke. Like no they doubt. they got a little mid season finale to get this type of who shot Jr. type of energy. Mm-hmm. And it may not. We'll see how sustainable it is. We'll see who comes back. But uh, just the fact that at the end of whatever you saw. You still had a few minutes to say, all right, let me hear what she got to say about this. <laughs> let me hear what, what her, uh, her recap, let me see what her thoughts were. So I put her in there and uh, and uh, to your point, I didn't think about it, but to your point, I mean, fucking Kanye is, I mean, he, is come on, man. He's He, he drove conversation man. for a strong, you know what I'm saying, five, six months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking strong. I mean, he changed his whole fucking shit, but you know what I'm saying? I, I do have him in another category. Okay, you know what well I'm let's saying? keep going but, but he did drive conversation in a certain way for a, a good part of this year. Man, Kanye is probably the, one of the leading causes of like conflict. Like I feel I'm kind of like as uh, as like, fed up with some of the movements or like just frustrated at times. There's still moments where you like, yo, this cat is one of the most brilliant artists that we've seen in the last 20 years. And that is almost like that's the, uh, that's the, that's the, that's the saving grace. It's the, like you still. And you're talking about as far as the music? If, of course, mostly, mostly music. Well, nah, you know, you gotta extend it. The music is the base of it all. The music was kicked the so door. Did you, did you fuck with this album? 
I didn't, you know what it is? I was, this is the thing. This is the part of the shit where it's like, I'm so kind of upset with this whole shit, all of this shit that's going on. I can't even think of all of the shenanigans because right. it's just so many now, right? right. So I was kind of put off by a lot of the shenanigans that when I listened to the album, I was biased. I couldn't give it a good ear. I had a, I was, it was like, eh. you know what I mean? I'm listening to that shit with a scowl. Right. And uh, like I said, when we talked about it, I think that <clears throat> lyrically he's not at his best, but he's still a hell of a producer. Gospel is definitely uh, a genre that can easily trigger you emotionally. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got these angelic voices. You're talking about the Lord or you're talking about right. redemption. You're talking mm -hmm. about hope. You know what I mean? And he's a hell of a producer. So there's some records on there where like you starting to hear them repurpose. I think Pusha T just rapped over one of the joints and you're just like, damn, that beat is crazy. Like you still mm -hmm. remember, this nigga's still a hell of a producer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I find myself going back to a lot of this shit. Like, and I'll pull a record from here, pull a record from there. Them records haven't been dope probably for the last two, three. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But still got one, two. It's yeah. like, you he, know. He got enough little razzmatazz to right. be like, okay, he's still. But, you know, project-wise, you know. I'm not sure. Yeah. But as a performance artist, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Blending reality and entertainment and and keeping people's attention. He's a fucking genius with I that mean, shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He got great help, you know. Yeah, I'm he, sure. He, his mother-in-law is, yeah. is is the G, the O triple OG of Blurred lines. Oh, P.T. Barnum herself. You know what I'm saying? P.T. Barnum in Calabasas. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? They run a great program in that respect. But we'll talk about that on the, okay. in a, in another category. We'll take us down the field, brother. What All right, got? so next up, we're going to look at, you know, in the conversations, cultural moments of 2019. You know what I'm saying? Uh, big big moments that, you uh -huh. know what I'm saying, that, that brought everybody in. Okay. That, 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 that. Not only was something to look at and behold, mm -hmm. but was something to get involved with or mm -hmm. something with lasting effects. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. I got a couple. What you got? Uh <laughs> I gotta say it. Uh that chicken sandwich from Popeyes brought a lot of uh <laughs> brought a lot of electricity, a lot of energy. <laughs> To the to the culture to the people, it was a lot that of long lasting effects of heart attacks and uh, hypertension. You know, yeah, the, the, old, <laughs> the old Popeyes goodbye, you know. But um, sadly, it was like, damn, we still this susceptible to the to the to the chicken craze. But yeah. it was a moment where everybody, man, I even shot a review. I didn't put it up, but everybody was sitting in, you know, sitting somewhere with a camera, mm -hmm. uh, taking a bite out of this chicken sandwich to see if it lived up to the to the the hype, to the to the the enthusiasm out there. Some right. felt it did, some felt it didn't, but it was definitely a hell of a conversation so much so then, you know, Popeyes, I, you seeing you see it became a venue for fights for performances you know what i mean like it was i seen I somebody mean, that's not new it's Every not time. new but it was it was you know it was like uh it's like a legacy artist putting out a hit single 
And you like, all oh, right, I forgot. You know what I mean? Right. It's like when Fat Joe put out All The Way Up. You're right. like, right, 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 this nigga got another one. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? So Popeyes, who was already a hallmark in the hood, you know what I mean? It was somebody, you know, you may not wholly embrace, you know what I'm saying? You might go there on the low, you might, you know what I mean? But it was somebody that was a constant. But you can't deny it. You cannot I mean, deny it. I mean, you could you could feel how you want about the customer service. Yeah. You could feel how you customer want Customer service. About the, you know what I'm saying, the clientele. You could feel like how you want about the activities Fiends. that surround your local Popeye's uh establishment. Mm-hmm. But you can't deny the 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 smell that 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 permeates the neighborhood around mm-hmm. the establishment. That draws you in from three blocks away, like mm-hmm. damn. You had the red light three blocks away, and you like, God, mm-hmm. man, I know I shouldn't be stopping at this Popeye. I shouldn't do it. I know I shouldn't even. Be and the line's always Popeye. long enough for you to turn around, but you you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't because once you get closer and it gets stronger, what the fuck am I doing? You start to fucking smell the the little butter biscuits. I gotta get a biscuit. You, you like, you know what? Damn, I'm getting a fuck biscuit. Fuck it, let me get a two piece. Two piece, which turns into a six piece. Ooh. Which turns, you know what? Fuck it. Let How me long I gotta wait for spicy? All right. You know what I mean? I wait. Cause you know it's good. Yeah, Shit. It's great. All right. It's, it's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's great. Okay. It is the thing. Okay. And they came out with another hit. They came right, out they with came a banger. Hit. But which also speaks to, even with the banger that the Popeye's chicken sandwich was, it also speaks to the cultural relevance of old Chick Fila. Chick Fila withstood all them blows and didn't move a notch. You know, everybody came with the slander. Popeyes had the the ad campaign. Right. We opened on Sundays. Chick Fil A didn't slide one bit in the to the left or the right. Man, they stayed consistent as they do. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? They they customer service still reigns supreme. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They chicken is what it is. You know, but you know what it is. Well, let me ask it's you. It's good this. enough to be good, but okay. not you know what I'm saying? Not great. Okay. But it definitely ain't whack. No. Not so, whack at all. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the little sauces they got, you could dress it up a little bit. No limit on the sauces either. Please exactly. no, no limit. They give you every sauce you want. You know they not stingy. So and they move they line. Even Homophobic, if the line long, yes, but not stingy. I Keep mean, going. You know that's that's you got to talk to the people at the top. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to talk to the you people. You do. You got to talk to the people at the top. I'm it's sure above me. I'm sure the motherfucker at the cash register might not be of homophobic. Course, you know course. what I'm saying? Motherfucker cooking. You might. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to. You know. It's like you got to talk to the the top of the people at the establishment when you want to talk about issues and who I think they, they slowing down on it though. I heard they kind of redirecting. They kind of getting back. They they uh yeah, cuz they want to grow. Low, yeah, well yeah, they want to get they money. expanding now and they want to open up a bunch in New York. Well, let me ask you this cuz I I somewhat agree with you on Chick-fil-A. Now, uh if you would if we would have used the analogy Nike, Adidas, Pepsi, Coke. Mm-hmm. Who's Popeyes and who's Chick Fil A in that equation? Popeyes is definitely Pepsi. Oh, <laughs> Popeyes is Pepsi, and motherfucking Chick Fil A is Coke. What? So wait, 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 wait. So Chick Fil A is Nike and Popeyes is Adidas. 
Most definitely. Hell, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Commenters, please let me know. Is he wild or no, is but this... see, But see, here go the thing. Oh. As far as my perspective, right? This is how we walk into 2020? Yeah, exactly. Coke was more highbrow, high class, you know what I'm saying, less sweet. You know what I'm saying? Right. When you in the I hood, Pepsi is the sweet. <laughs> yeah, the you know what I'm saying? It's the it's the the hood's favorite. Don't and, touch you know, my Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, Pepsi is different than Coke. You know what I'm saying? Coke and well, right. and from my perspective, lean more highbrow. Pepsi okay. lean more. We for the hood. I was talking more like uh, a steam market shit. So if we are we going back? Okay, so I could dig the Pepsi Coke analogy. Mm -hmm. If we go in Nike Adidas, you still feeling as though Chick Fil A? Is the Nike of the chicken game and Popeyes the Adidas? <laughs> that's not a fair. That's not a fair assessment, man. Because in certain ways, Chick Fil A is the Nike because their branding is on point. You know what I'm saying? You know what you're getting. You know you're gonna get. You know what I'm saying? You know you're gonna get quality shit, right? But then Popeye is flavorful. It got right. all the flavors. You right. know what I'm saying? You know you good. You know, so <clears throat> I don't know how to break that down in shoe in the I shoe world. Like, I feel like Popeyes is everywhere. I feel like it's a little bit more. Um, that's the word. It, it's permeated. Mm -hmm. Definitely the culture, but it's permeated. It's not even, everywhere. It's it's in my mind. It's more everywhere than Chick Fil A is because you, you from New be, York. You be everywhere where you be. No, it don't be in the other communities. Them. It ain't right. it, Matt is Popeyes in Connecticut. Yes, I think more so than Chick Fil A. Yeah, it's like they're both, they're both pretty rare eyes, up north. No, I mean Chick Fil A is very much smaller. Yes, of course. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because they're just not branching out. But I'm just saying. I'm saying as far as as branding, marketing, and you know brand association. It feels more quality. The fact it feels more quality. But I, this is the thing that I get, and we, we talked about it before. Like, I think Chick Fil A gets a lot of love for their infrastructure and for the fact that it is consumer friendly and the fact that it's consistent. It's not whack. But if we was go head to head, just on some old in my mind, just chicken joint chicken. Fast mm -hmm. food chicken. Taste wise, I think Popeyes is smashing Chick Fil A. I think Chick Fil A, what gets Chick Fil A outside all that infrastructure, and that good customer service, mm -hmm. is the waffle fries, that good ass lemonade, and the fact that it's unlimited sauces. Cause, okay. but if we go in chicken but, on chicken, no, no, chicken on chicken is a different thing than than saying. establishment. Establishment. Like if I think, I'm hungry, I think Nike would be insulted that you compared them to what goes on inside of a Popeyes. I maybe, but I don't know. I think Nike <laughs> you know understands that shit. We are fully you know in the community. They not people. fully in the community. Nike don't give out a Nike uh, license to everybody to sell them joints. You got to have have your shit together. Yeah. You yeah, credit I together. See, I got you. You know what I'm saying? I all that. You going. You're going more for the. Uh, yeah, I was going total brand. I could dig it. But, right. you know, I get it. I, I, well, y'all. Popeyes is for the people. Let yes. us know what y'all think in the comments. This is uh, this is still up for debate. So let us know what you think. Do you Will you rank Popeyes versus Chick fil A? And obviously, 
if we leaving anybody out, obviously, you know, honorable mention Bojangles, churches, and all these other cats. Hey, man, you, hey, I'm leaving both of them for Bojangles in the airport. Oh, yeah, well, look. <laughs> I'm in not the a, morning, in the morning, with a with a with, with a with an egg on the on the top of it. Uh, I I can't. I you know a lot of a lot of people. That's just feel a different that option. That's I a know. Different a lot option. of people feel that way. Shout out to my man Roy Wood Jr. He's got a he's got a um a series called The Coalition mm-hmm. that's based on this whole the Chicken Wars. Okay, he did. It's, it's funny as shit. Fan fan you brother. Absolutely. All right. So uh, what's the next one? Where we going next? Um. Uh, 2019 cultural moments. I mean, I oh, that, that's, oh, that's what, what we were doing. Did. But yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't tell mine. Oh, go ahead, brother. My bad. I mean, the the biggest, I mean, cultural moment in my that I saw is Nipsey Hussle. Oh shit! Yeah, you know I'm saying the death of Nipsey. Actually, yeah. the rise and death of Nipsey, all in the transformation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because like. He got nominated for the Grammy. He was, you know, at the Grammys. Victory lap started to blow up. At Victory top of the slap. Year. You know what I'm saying? That was no, that was last year. BET Awards. Oh, that was a BET Awards. Yeah, slap? that was that was that, oh, okay. was, that was 2018 oh, okay. or 17 Fair even. Fair but uh, 2019, he was you know attended the Grammys. You know the GQ uh, spread came out with him and Lauren. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You started to really see them come back together as a as a couple. Uh-huh. You know, Victory Lap started to take off. People started to you know talk more about him, and then all of a sudden he was gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that in itself just brought a whole nother awareness of him as a rapper, but yeah. also him as somebody in the community and brought the light to what he was doing as a business person, as as a as a visionary as far as, you know, doing things in the hood that that we that don't normally happen. You know what I'm saying? And I think he set a blueprint that people are starting to follow and people are paid attention to and are starting to implement in different ways. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's the guy who, who worked with him? Um, David Gross is, you know, he going to different cities with different rappers trying to recreate, you know, what they what they created in uh, L.A. Who is David Gross? David Gross was his partner in Vector 90 and okay. the development of okay. that, that shopping plaza. The guy who was kind of like the, you know, the business financial mind of, of making those development things work. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think I've seen pictures with him. I think when Nipsey got shot, he was actually in Atlanta with T.I. trying to set up, mm. you know what I'm saying, a wave with T.I. So I think it made rappers think a little differently about legacy and mm-hmm. what they could do. You know what I'm saying? Give motherfuckers different options of what to do. Ownership. Ownership. It's like just like when Russell Simmons came, right? Right. And Russell Simmons started Fat Farm and you know what I'm saying? I could do a fashion line and I could mess with models and shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of rappers felt like shit. I could make a fashion line and right. I could mess with models and shit. You know what I'm right. saying? So you got, you know what I'm saying, rock away and you got, you know what I'm saying, all these things. And then Dame Dash came and took it further. I'm, well, I could do this uh, Armadale and I got a liquor and shit, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So then that expanded what rappers felt like they could do. I think what Nipsey did and and in his death and the, um, the you know, the media storm that happened after his death, mm-hmm. it gives rappers another formula to follow that right. is a lot more constructive. Right. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Beneficial to the neighborhoods where they come from, which nine times out of 10, if you came from the hood in America, it's being gentrified at this point. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's an important 
thing that that happened. And that's why it's like in the cultural moments, it's like not just that it happened and people paid attention to it. It's the what's the long lasting implications of that happening. Right. And I think with Nipsey, there's a lot of implications that that come along with it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. He definitely <clears throat> laid down like a philosophy and you know like a blueprint for yeah, definitely for people something more to consider. You know, so yeah, That's, that was a huge moment. When was when exactly was was that uh, March or February? He died, he 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 died the last day of March. Wow, I remember I was on my way to a show, and I remember just how quick the news uh, <clears throat> played out. Like initially, I might have got it either via text or Twitter, a combination of both. But it was like, yo, he got shot. And on, I'm on my way to the show, and he got shot. Then by the time I'm pulling up to the show, he was dead. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it was just, it unraveled just that fast. I was like, damn. And I, you know, I remember that. You know, that shit was, <clears throat> it was devastating because it was such a, you know, I, you know, I always, I think we had even talked about him maybe a couple of weeks prior. Mm-hmm. But I always looked at him like, like, you know, I saw him as. And I guess it reduces it now in, in life, but I was like, he's like a Malcolm Gladwell of hip hop in the way that like, cause you, you, re- you see he was reading a lot of those books. He was applying a lot of those big ideas mm-hmm. to the culture. You know what I mean? Just to challenge the way that uh, shit is presented. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, he was always forward thinking, but at the same time seemed to be very much uh, selfless with the with the knowledge if you got to be in his circle he gonna build with you you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. he wasn't trying to uh keep the the information or the tactics to himself so uh which also <clears throat> you know which is also beautiful in death you know what i mean it's right. selfless nature you know what i'm saying but uh yeah man rest in peace to nipsey hustle and uh yeah that was a that was yeah that was a that was definitely shook up the shook up the game. Right. Definitely shook up the game. Word up. Um, so, which brings us to uh, you know, what I'm saying something. You know, this is a D Lemon inspired category. Yes. You know, what I'm saying we're gonna look at you know, this is the regular award. You know, <laughs> what I'm saying this is shit that didn't live up to the hype. That was, you know, what I'm saying less than what was expected. Oh, it was regular. It was regular. I don't even. Have, I don't. I don't even know what I'm gonna throw in there. I got power so far. Man, you just had it as a cultural touchstone. I well, no. I said she was shifting conversation the conversation shift. to where at least we want to hear what she said because I felt like <clears throat> whether at the end of the middle of the season, mm-hmm. you know, you feel. Uh, disenchanted or feel, you know, upset or still locked in, mm-hmm. she held your attention, Courtney, mm-hmm. held your attention. But at the same time, uh, <clears throat> I couldn't really, because I'm trying, you know, as we moving towards 2020, I'm trying to look for the best in life. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm trying to go away from, uh, you know, looking at the worst. The worst? Shit. Yeah. But, you know, some shit didn't. Some shit. All right, I'll give you one. Well, go ahead. Give me one, because I, I got, I got. Motherfucking go final season of Game of Thrones. Okay? Oh. Okay? Wow. All right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Talk it was, to me. It was regular. Damn. You know what I'm saying? We've talked about it on this show. Mm. We've ran through it. We, you know what I'm saying? We broke down each episode. 
and then you know you get to the end. And it's you know what I'm saying. Right. Like the fight with the the whole shit was, the winter was coming. Right. And you know the fight with the the the, the unliving and the motherfucking living. Right. And you get to the fight, and the shit was some bullshit. Damn. And then you know what I'm saying. The whole shit motherfucking White Walker of all the baddest motherfucker on on the dead side of the land gets killed by little Arya Stark with just one jab to the. You know what I'm saying? That was it. Just like she jumped out a tree and shit. Like where the fuck was she jumping from? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Many questions. Yeah, it's like so many questions. Like, uh, you know, John Stark did not a motherfucking thing the whole battle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. See, I yeah. It's, it, it was. I hear that in the know, world. You know the they got lazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And see what happens. See this this a note that you gotta you gotta understand people. You know what I'm saying? You can't get lazy on nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're working two jobs and you got your side hustle and shit, mm -hmm. you can't get lazy on none of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the energy you put in one going to transfer to the other. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I've done it. I've done it. I'm like, yeah, I'm hot Guilty. this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be here much longer. I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to sleep in a little later. I'm going to go in a little later. I'm going to leave a little earlier and right. shit. And then these you, motherfuckers lucky to have me. Exactly. Then you start working on your new shit. That same energy carry over. Right. So now you're doing that shit. You're moving in a little. You're waking up a little later. So you're starting later on your on your Cut job your and your size hustle. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So now neither one of them is working as good as it should. Old circle man. You know what I'm saying? So with these motherfuckers, they 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 took the they they took their motherfucking break and sped through the goddamn Game of Thrones last mm. season. Then they get over to Star Wars and couldn't finish the job. Oh, is that what happened? Then they quit the Star Wars shit. They quit. They like they they had to disband. They no longer working on the next project they was working on. The people from Game of Thrones. The writer, the two head writers from the Game of Thrones. Oh, that's why they they yeah they took that badass energy over there to their next oh, project, damn. thinking. They was, you know what I'm saying, I'm off this shit, I'm on some new shit, got some new money, them some paid me more over here, fuck uh -huh. that shit, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? Now they done took that old badass energy over there to where they was going next, mm. and that shit ain't work out. See how that work? Look at that. You know what I'm saying? Put note, take note, 2020, don't do that shit. Don't bring you got new bullshit. shit, you got old shit, put that same energy on both shits. Ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. You know what I'm saying? You can't shake yourself. Yeah. You can't be halfway on one side of yourself and then 200 on the other. Ain't no half-stepping. You know what I'm saying? So that's my regular moment. I like it. I like it, yeah. man. That's good. That's good. I like that. <laughs> what we got next? Next up, movie of the year. Ooh, wow! <laughs> this is a tough one. I mean, you've watched a lot of movies. I watched and a when, lot of movies. And when we talk about movie, watching, when we talk about movie of the year as it, as it concerns me, it's <laughs> what be, you saw. It's gonna be the movies that I saw. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all good. Not movies. You Which, know what I'm saying? In general, I I feel like I'm gonna take this as a as a personal victory. I feel like you may have watched more movies this year than you did last year. Maybe by one, maybe by one, but I feel like we have so much movie discussion that maybe there's more movies being watched. But I could be wrong. I watch, I watch what my kids watch. See, that's that's right. the movies that I end up seeing is the ones that my kids want to see. Right. Because you got to take them. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't get as much. Maybe it wasn't as many of those movies this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what you got on your list? Uh, on my list, I have. 
And it's interesting because these movies that I got on the list, maybe one of them I've watched twice. Um, <clears throat> I got, uh, I like Dolomite a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't rewatched it though, but I like Dolomite a lot. I'm a fucking Eddie Murphy fan, so I'm super biased. I think Eddie Murphy could do anything. He mm-hmm. was dope. Uh, I got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on the list. I watched that more than once. Right. I really wanted to see that. That's the one I- I thought you saw it. I didn't get to uh, see it. Yeah, I like that. I got, <clears throat> I got The Irishman on the list. Mm-hmm. The Irishman almost made the, it's regular, but I couldn't do that to Scorsese, Pacino, <laughs> De Niro, and Pesci. Because <laughs> it's not regular, but it was like. It ended regular. I gotta watch it again, but it's I mean, three it's and just, a half hours, so it's kind of tough for me to watch it again. I I was I gave high praise at the top of the year for Last Black Man in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I tried to watch it through again. I haven't gotten all the way through it the second time. I still think it's good. Uh, I recently watched Marriage Story on Netflix. I will say Netflix did some shit. Netflix did some shit this year. They, you know, they 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 really got in the conversation. I like Marriage Story a lot. Um, what was your favorite shit this year? Oh man. In the movie category. My favorite shit this year. Damn. Uh Wow. Shit. Joker was decent too. Um Fuck. To the movie. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Oh, shit, man. I'm going to go Once Upon a Time in Hollywood only because I see the shit more than once. Mm -hmm. Dolomite was very close. I got to rewatch it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's some good ass performances in Once Upon mm-hmm. a Time in Hollywood, man. It was, it, I, right. I enjoyed yeah. it. See, all right, I get you. See, Dolomite was the most entertaining movie to me because it, 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 it was relative to my upbringing. It was, right. it was, you know, what I'm saying, it was important to where I grew up and the people I grew up around. Right. My dad, we walking around uh, reciting the signifying monkey. Mm. You know what I'm saying. It, and you don't that era of black right. doesn't get a lot of burn right. in today's society. You That's know, what classic saying? black. Yeah, it's like you know, what I'm saying not a lot of people. If you weren't in the in it, mm-hmm. you might not get it. It's like when when Dolomite came out, and I was around some young people. They didn't understand what the, they was like. I don't I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like they didn't get it. But if you knew that era, that was classic shit. You know what I'm saying? So Dolomite is definitely in there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most of my other shit is kind of mainstream-ish. Go ahead. I so Dolomite is your movie. Dolomite is my 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 cultural movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, don't, we gotta put no signifiers on it. It's your movie. I got a collection. Nah. I got a collection nah, of but movies. You gotta pick one. Do do do. 
Oh, oh, motherfucker, you ain't picked none. I picked one, nigga. <laughs> Barely. I did, though. I did, but go ahead with your other movies. Do your other movies, and then you're going to determine one. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? So, again, I watch movies with the kids. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, I got to put the Avengers Endgame shit in there. Okay. You Yo, I have yet to see that. Did I see, you that, see shit? that shit? Like that moved the needle. Like people nah, talk about I see that. that shit. That's like three move, three hours too, right? I don't know. It was that's good. The, yeah, I know, but I gotta. I haven't watched. You know what I'm saying? The end game. I'll be shit. honest with you. Them shits don't resonate with me. But go ahead, keep going. Okay, fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I, I think the sleeper of the year. You know what I'm saying? That I fucked with. You know what I'm saying? I ain't watched it more than once, but I don't really watch anything more than once. It's us. Wow! Jordan wow! Jordan Peele. I think it's a, it's, sleeper? it's a sleeper. Really? Like, I don't think people. I don't, I don't hear people talking Talk about it. Talk about it. Tell I me mean, why. I just, I just, I just think he went out on the limb. He did something interesting. Uh-huh. He did something unexpected. It made you really think about. You know what I'm saying? These. You know, I'm, I'm a quantum physics type of motherfucker. Oh, that always shit. be looking explain at. Explain quantum physics. Yeah, to I can't explain the people quantum fucking me. physics. You know oh, what I'm saying? Damn. You know what I'm saying? How you a quantum physics type of motherfucker? I am, you can't but like that's the whole point of quantum physics. It's, it's not explaining it. It's, it's unexplainable sometimes. It's not uh, like all the shit know. that we think we know. When you really get down to the quantum level, that shit don't add up. Oh, I didn't even know. You know that. what I'm saying? In quantum physics, did you know that an atom can be in two places at one time? I didn't even know. See, you know Look what I'm saying? That. See how you might feel like you were somewhere else and shit. Some deja vu shit. Yeah, that that quantum shit is deep when you get to your atomic level. Uh oh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, when you get to the atomic level. Yeah, so you know. Um, All right, but go ahead. So when you're looking at us and you got the flip side of the life and shit, you know what I'm saying? The alternate reality to yourself and shit. You might right. have a parallel universe, all right. that type shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think it it covered that in a way that was interesting. You know what I'm saying? It gave us. Black characters in in a way that mm-hmm. you don't, really don't get to see them and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, doing you know summering and shit right. on the vacation, right. doing summer shit. Uh-huh. Like we don't really get to do recreation right. in media right. and in and in real life a lot of times yeah. and shit. But you know what I'm saying? We really don't get that that rec that R and R look yeah. in media. So I appreciated that. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I just appreciated the storyline and and um. Again, it wasn't the most something that just made me think, you know, my introspective as, you know what I'm saying, artsy shit. But it was something I enjoyed as entertainment. You know what I mean? No, it was and, good. I got to watch. I, I, try, I started rewatching it. I didn't get all the way through it. I'll say one thing that I do like about it. Um, <clears throat> the cinematography was crazy. Just the mm-hmm. shot, especially shit on, like, on the beach. Right. You know what I mean? With the, you know, all of that type of the colors and shit like that. Yeah, it was... It was tough. I gotta watch it again. I think I came in there with super high expectations because everybody's coming off of the. He came off the success of Get Out, so you mm-hmm. figuring, oh, this gonna be another one of those type of things. Right. And not to say that it wasn't, but it just it might not have been as straight down the line as Get Out was. This was a little bit more interpretive. You had to right. figure out some things. But um, right. back to you. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, I I got that in there. Definitely, I I got Joker up there. But I'm gonna I'm gonna still hang on Dolomite as a, you know what I'm saying, '70s baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Uh, cat who would listen to Dolomite and and uh, Anasta, whatever her real name is, mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, Rudy Ray Moore, or not just Dolomite. And um, damn, God damn, what the fuck? Who? <clears throat> My man from Miami. 
Um, you know, yeah, Red Fox too. Uh, From shit. Miami. Yeah. What's he? What's this uh, shit about? Nasty talk, just like don't want. Blowfly. Blowfly. Okay. God damn, how the fuck I forget Blowfly? Blowfly from Miami. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, and then of course how Two Live Crew repurposed those those right. comedians in their music. Right. You know what I'm saying? I grew up with that, so yeah, I I, I love to see his backstory. I didn't really know his backstory. Right. You know what I'm saying? That shit was good. I just thought he was, you know what I'm saying? He just came out and that's what he did and got popping from doing that. Yeah. I ain't, you know so. I fuck with Dolomite. I'm gonna yes. give it. I give it my movie of the year. There you go. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to Eddie, man. I think he's gonna get nominated for an Oscar. No doubt. Um, and then um, <clears throat> next up, we got TV moments. Ooh. Okay. Now you watch more TV than me. Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, I got a couple seasons that I wanted to put it put into a conversation. I think most of these you've been in. Involved with mm-hmm. uh, power, mm-hmm. snowfall, damn, succession, mm-hmm. uh, and I think, yeah, I think we missing something else. But those, yeah, 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 you hit it, dog. You those are the, those it. are you like some it. of the chief ones that we yeah, definitely have some talks about at this table. Yeah. I think those are, uh, you know, Watchmen aside, I haven't gotten all the way into it. You ain't really get into that. Uh, mm. I didn't get into Game of Thrones. Uh, you already said it was regular. I can't, I can't. I mean, it had moments, but it was Yeah, regular. there's probably some other shit that's, you know what I mean? Shout out to Barry. There's probably some other shit, but those three, yeah. Power, Snowfall, Succession, Yeah, yeah. really, really did some, uh, yeah. They put in work this year. If you yeah. had to pick. I already know mine. Well, let the people know. I think I know where you're going. Uh, what you got? I got Snowfall, you know what I'm saying? Mel getting yeah. on crack. Woo! You know what I'm saying? Uh, just showing how you didn't know what the real effects of crack were right. until they hit you. Right. And then when they hit you, it was way too late and the yeah. person was way too gone. Yeah. It was way personal for me because I've known people who, you know what I'm saying, that you know and love and that yeah. was like, you know, upstanding members of the community that once the crack hit and it got to them, it was over. Right. Rap City. Right. Like they turned into a monster, like a crack, crackhead, you know what I'm saying? Right. A fiend. You know what I'm saying? And you know, when that person that you know and love is walking down the street as a fiend, that feeling, you know what I'm saying? That has never been talked about. It's like the walking dead. You know what I'm saying? Don't like rap music, they you know, they glorify, you know, selling dope and getting money, you know what I'm saying? They might talk a yeah, little a bit about it. Sally's got a one track mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying it it I haven't seen it. Portrayed in a way that just struck you right. like that because you you you've been invested in that character over a couple seasons mm-hmm. as the good girl next door. Mm-hmm. You know, promise. What I'm you know, what I'm saying a lot of promise. Even though she's shown signs like they gave you hints right. that it could go, right. but you never knew it would go that way. Like that's all the way. That's like God damn. Yeah, she might be a good girl going rogue. You know, what I'm saying she might sneak next door and you know, what I'm saying. Get some, you know, man. Get some, you know, get some get good and mm. all that. But some yeah. get good. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That's so funny as euphemism. Get some but, get good. You know what I mean? Okay. But you never, you know what I'm saying? Right. Is it crackhead? Mm. 
you know what I'm saying? Leon and he had went through it with his girl, so he knew what it was. And for him to throw it back on on Franklin, like, man, go get your girl. Right. That shit, that shit was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, like I I haven't been emotionally invested in in like real life emotions in a show in a very long time. I don't even know the last time. I can't even recall. You know what I'm saying? Usually it's just some shit to watch. And yeah, all right, cool. That was entertaining. Like, power is entertaining. Right. But you're not emotionally invested. You don't give a fuck about Tariq. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, you just, Tariq just good to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kanan is Kanan. You know what I mean? But, like, this shit right here was like, ooh. Yeah, he felt bad for me. I want to smoke a cigarette. I felt bad for Wanda, too. People ain't feel as bad for Wanda. They felt like she deserved it. Well, because they didn't set Wanda up like that. They they brought Wanda in as almost like a burden from the beginning. Like, keep your girl out of the crack house, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you didn't get as invested. But, yeah, it did happen to Wanda's. And it did happen to people in your community that you felt like, oh, yeah, that's pretty much what they was going to do anyway. That's that's right up their alley. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then it was people you like, God damn, for real? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, I think by them showing the, you know what I'm saying, the range of it, mm-hmm. it was it's brilliant. You know what I'm saying? You talk about you talk about genius level artistry, you know what I'm saying? When you when it comes to black life and black portrayal, they were doing some genius level shit within that series. And I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta agree with you. I'm going, I'm going snowfall too. Succession was good though. Yeah, that was good for the but, you know what I'm saying for the other side, the behind. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I call that the behind the hedges. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely behind the hedges. <laughs> you know what I mean? That yeah. life you don't really know about. Yeah. You 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 ride past the mansions and all you see is the hedges. Right. This is what goes on behind. This is like the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was <laughs> fucked up. Uh, rich people on some bullshit. Yeah. Being petty. But uh well, they had their own little issues and turmoil, you know what I'm saying? You you hate to see old boy be on the drugs. Yeah. I mean, it was legitimate shit, but it was a lot of a lot of pettiness as well. And it was, you know, it was good to see that that even with all that money, it's still the bullshit. It's still it still is in, it could get there. The bullshit is among us. But uh <clears throat> yeah, man, Snowfall Snowfall was great. You know, it was a good story. Definitely brought you in with Mel. Mm-hmm. You know the cinematography was so dope. Just the uh, the scoring was really cool. Like that mm-hmm. one moment where they got the the Roy Yeager's "Everybody Loves the Sunshine" playing while she's right. getting mm-hmm. high. That whole little going that, through her zoop. That shit was fire. That last finale episode where all of that shit was going on, the little John Singleton type tribute that mm-hmm. went on. It was a really good, it was a hell of a good fucking show. And I think, yeah, and I mean, it set it up for like, I wanna know what what else is gonna come down. You know, like it, it showed that's there's crazy. real casualties in this shit. Mel and Franklin. But it's so crazy that John Singleton is gone. Right. Same year as Nipsey. Right. John Singleton is who put South Central on the map. Right, map-up. absolutely. You know we said this, yeah. You know what I mean? And, the Crenshaw shirt came from the Boys in the Hood mm. that Nipsey uses in his store. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like both of them died this saying, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit is wild. It was wild. It was a, it was a definitely loss for L.A. But, uh, 
They're going to be all right. They're they going to pull from it. You know, I always said, and I said this when Trump got elected, you know, bad times make some of the best art. And we've been seeing some good shit. So, you know. <clears throat> Not that we saying we need to be <laughs> staying these bad times. A state but. of bad time, per- perpetually. Yeah. All right, which but, brings uh, us yeah, to our last. Our and, last and, and final. And, you know what I'm saying? Latest and the greatest. Okay, come on. Award. You know what I'm saying? This is an award that has been, you know what I'm saying, uh, cultivated on this show uh-huh. through various conversations. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's a concept that we hold near and dear, at least I do, to my heart. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it is a celebration of optimism right. and, and um, you know what I'm saying, forward motion, the realization of dreams, and, you know mm. what I'm saying, the culmination of, of, of dreams in action together. Shit. This is the Upness Award, Ooh-wee. ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Upness Award. Who you got? You know what I'm saying. Who is I you? got one um, real person that I'm that I that I've watched it like they come up, uh-huh. culminate this year. Okay. And then I have some commentary that that's speculative. Speculative. Okay, as to why about Kanye, why uh, Kanye should be considered the up for this upness award as a runner-up, as a you know, what I'm saying as a you know, what I'm saying next man. Okay. Yeah. So uh, go ahead. Who you got? Do you have somebody? I got. I got. Uh, yeah, I got two people. My shit is quick because you feel you just feel like it's a little bit more expansive. <laughs> I got just. <laughs> I got uh it is it's just really just the feeling just watching it. I don't really have a whole lot of spiel for both of these people. Mm-hmm. Um one is from what I see, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Both of them what I see. I ain't really experienced either, but from what I see, I'm like okay, to your point it's a culmination. Mm-hmm. And Two is kind of somebody taking advantage of momentum mm-hmm. and really shifting that bitch. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> first, what I see first, Tyler Perry. Okay. I think Tyler Perry a good up award for the fact that that man just cracked that whole uh, studio open and yes, sir. he got you know he got the 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 black intelligentsia the 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 Negro musician mm-hmm. and uh, performers and, you know, many more, the, the, the you know, the, the, the shiny mm-hmm. in the building, you know what I mean? To, to celebrate what could be, right. what, what you can manifest. I think he was the, uh, I don't say he was like the king of manifestation this this year. Yeah, I mean, and, and he's the guy that took it from the lowest of brow. Right, right. And, you know, you had the people that talked the most shit about it. Right. A la Spike Lee. Right. Who called him a coon. Right. For right. crying out loud. Coon! You know what I'm saying? And then he just turned that shit around gracefully, put Spike Lee's name on mm-hmm. the motherfucking soundstage. On the stage. Guess who there? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Spike's there. Uh-huh. Jay-Z's there. You know Jay-Z wasn't fucking with no Tyler Perry. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? It's like he turned the whole game all the way around. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you got you to gotta say, you know what? All right. 
Okay, I see. I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which That's, is humble pie. And this is as up as you get. This is you up as you get when motherfuckers got to reckon with your whole philosophy yeah. when they've discarded your whole existence. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, so they go one, uh, two, the baby. Yeah, I see the baby out here really making the most of this moment, man. He's out here being the people's chat, whether it's. Yeah. You know, being in the streets, knocking niggas out in Louis Vuitton, or you know, FaceTime. <laughs> well, anywhere else? Yeah, <laughs> FaceTiming the show from the plane because he can't get to the venue. I just see a cat that's like, um, he sees an opening, and he's 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 putting himself in that conversation, putting himself out there. Two two albums in one year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, just uh, you know, smiling the whole way through. You know what I'm saying? Like just, he, you know, like that motherfucker. You see him? Yeah. He moving for he campaigning. It. He campaigning. So shout out to the baby. Those yeah. are those are showing two. different sides of himself. You know what I'm saying? He did the you know shit for his daddy. Right. But then he'd come and did the shit with the dancing and the choreography and shit. Right. It's like. He was, you know, I've seen people say on uh, his Saturday Night Live performance was the yeah, most fun. Yeah, I haven't even seen it. I heard it was a all that. motherfucker like. had on Saturday Night Lives since whenever. Wow. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? got to watch. I heard about it. I heard it's good. Right up. All right, who you got? What you got? Oh, my, my Upness Award goes to Lena Waithe. Yo, I, yeah. I, I mean, her come up this year yeah. is unmatched as far as, like, like the come up that's like reachable. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you see somebody come from the mud and right. then you see them getting it. Right. She did all, she checked all of the boxes that, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. this, you know what I'm saying? That a nigga want to check. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She had Halle Berry kissing on her, on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, I know didn't see saying? that. Yeah. And then you see, you know what I'm saying? She got she got pictures with Angela Bassett kissing. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? She got pictures <laughs> with Janet Jackson. She living every man's Re dream. Exactly. She living every man's <laughs> dream. Riri came to the Queen and Slim. Right. Thing. Beyonce was there. Right. She living the dream. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She moved. She got the deal with uh, Amazon. Right. She dropped four, five different shows. Queen and Slim. What's the deal with Amazon? I hear about that. Yeah, her overall deal. She moved from Showtime to Amazon. Oh, so is the shy going to Amazon? I'm not sure if the shy is going to Amazon, but she's going to Amazon. Oh, uh, so about that. you know what I'm saying? That's probably more bag. You know what I mean? Right. She's just having a great year. All this shit is happening this year. So she got you know the shy's out there. She got Boomerang out there. 20s is out yeah. there, you know what I'm saying? Queen of Slim. Queen of Slim drop, which, you know what I mean, I finally got a chance to see. Okay. You want to discuss? Yeah, we want to discuss. And so I think, you know, and then she just posted a, a tweet that she posted uh, in like 2013 or some shit, or 2000, some, sometime along that time. Some manifestation Some manifest shit. shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She was like, uh, no, it was actually 2009. And she was like, in 10 years, I'm going to be running things. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Look For all intents and purposes, she running things. Right. In, in her motherfucking world, she running things. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, with Queen of Slim, right? So I finally got to see Queen of Slim. Right. And um, I was talking about this today with my homeboy, Sean Peters, who's extraordinary director of photography, who just uh, did the Nike commercial with LeBron. Okay. That drop. That's, you know what I'm saying, shooting the the kids in Akron and him talking about, you know, the uh, 
the stories of athletes who come from nothing and right. turn it into something. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Me and, you know, Sean is very critical on film and stuff because he's a, you know, of the intelligentsia in my world. And uh, so we were talking about it. And I, and I had never discussed Queen and Slim out loud because I just saw my wife and then we, you know, when he got drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it was a great time. So I loved, what I loved about Queen and Slim wasn't necessarily the full story mm. and the full execution. Mm-hmm. I love that it brought so many different pieces to the table that can be built and expanded and expanded upon. Um, shit that you haven't seen before, you know what I'm saying? Black culture covered in a way that it hasn't been covered before. Black relationships and dating cover in a way that it hadn't been covered. You know what I'm saying? Like even the conversations that they were going through just going through the story, you know what I'm saying, was like, it felt new. You know what I mean? It felt like, damn, I, I, word. You know what I'm saying? That's real shit. And you don't really get to see real shit all the time. Like what? Give me an example. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Just like the character who she was as far as like the, the uh, you know, lawyer, you know what I'm saying? High strung, but come from a traumatic background. Mm-hmm. Then the cat that's regular. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He got a job. You know what I'm saying? He worked blue collar, got his Tim's on, shit. He ain't worried about shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to work, go get my food. I ain't tripping. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I ain't trying to do all this, but I'm I'm steady. You know what I'm saying? I got an idea of who I am, and this is what it is. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no rap sheet. You know what I'm saying? I'm just cool. And that 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 character right there is not always portrayed in the best light in media in Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? That character right there is always one foot, you know what I'm saying, away from disaster. Always. Even though he was in this case, but it's almost set up that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times. This way he was chilling. He was good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You need some drama with it's hard to get drama when you just even kill. Right. He's right. you know what I'm saying? Just cool. So the way that uh, he explained how he wanted his lady to be, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like it spoke to a lot of things that don't get spoken to. What'd he say? You know what I'm saying? He was just like, he wants somebody that's going to be there that's going to hold my hand no matter what. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot, lot of niggas want that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't really get that all the time. We want somebody, you know, in the media we get, you know, all kind of expectations that really ain't real a lot of times. So I like the way they handled that. But one of the things I was most impressed about with this shit, which was, you know what I'm saying, tripped out to me, was that the characters were believable to the point where you accepted the shit, you know what I'm saying? So when she went to New Orleans and her uncle was, you know what I'm saying, down there living his life, Mm -hmm. his best life, and he had a, a trans actress as his girl, as his main girl, sitting on his lap. I didn't even realize that. Exactly. Nobody blinked an eye. Right. Because one, you understood the character, the depth of the character that this nigga wild for the night anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, he, he got three chicks living with him. You know what I'm saying? He non-traditional. He got Gucci this, but he wild. Right. You know what I'm saying? He talking shit to the police. Right. He got, you know what I'm saying? He just a dysfunctional he dysfunctional in a way that anything is possible mm-hmm. with him. And so when the 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 actress that played his main chick was sitting on his lap, you didn't bat an eye that she was trans. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know if that has even ever happened before. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? I thought it would be of a bigger deal than it was because, but because it was played out so well, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing. Right. That opens up a whole another another thing right. that can be expounded upon. It's a it's a case study in how to treat black characters in a way that everything is not gonna be as criticized as much because if you put it in the right context, then it works. Mm -hmm. I think they did that beautifully. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was some 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 misses in the shit. Like, you know, the little boy going rogue and shooting the police was kind of out of the blue and mm. a little wild for the night. You know what I'm saying? You know, the ending, you know what I'm saying, might be a little tripped out. But again, if you take the pieces of it, I think the pieces of Queen and Slim is more important than the whole body. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because each individual piece of different scenes, like the the club when they was in the club in the back home, you know what I'm saying? The back down in the country ass club, like you could take pieces from that and build entire stories out of that. Right. The way that they were treated amongst the community in certain places can be expounded upon. It's like little vignettes. Yeah, like the relationships. You know what I'm saying? And I think you know, Lena is is beautiful in that way where she covers black culture. It's like when with the Master None we talked about it on here when she had the Thanksgiving episode on Master None. I felt like I didn't even have to watch the rest of that damn series. <laughs> I quit after that because it's like, why am I watching this little Indian guy story when I could be watching some damn black stories? You know what I'm saying? Because once I saw it, it's like, oh shit, damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I need to see more of this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then, you know what I mean? What I'm watching. So yeah. I stopped. I did my last episode on the Netflix stops at the Thanksgiving episode mm -hmm. on Master of there you go. So I'm giving Lena Wave the Upness Award for 2019. Salute, salute, salute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's that's a that's a deserving. Uh, what do you call that? What do you give accolade? It? Accolade, but what do you call it? recipient? <laughs> recipient. Recipient. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. That's what's up. But Bullshit. My runner-up is was Kanye West because. Oh, what was the what was your uh... Kanye? I believe you know what I'm saying he he took a lot of risks this year. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying he took a lot of hits. Mm -hmm. He took a lot of risks. He did shit unconventionally. He took his whole show into a space that was the opposite of what he's usually done. Like he's done some elaborate setups. As far as stages and right. floating stages, and he's done all that shit, mm -hmm. and he took this shit to just all the way back to the essence. You know what I'm saying? We gonna mm -hmm. get some soul singing, mm -hmm. and all we need is some soul singers and some speakers. Right? You know what I'm saying? We can do this shit in the field. Let's pare it down. You know what I'm saying? We gonna, we gonna wear the, the most plain ass. You know what I'm saying? Shit ever, and we just gonna do this shit. He took chances. You know the the you know, people called him crazy, of course, and he might be. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He 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 don't. I don't agree with a lot of what he say. So I'm not saying this as a fan. I'm just saying this as a spectator of the conversation. Mm -hmm. He made that shit work. People paid attention. People talked about it. People pay more attention to gospel right now. Mm -hmm. And then the culmination of it of of him standing in that picture with him, Pharrell. Uh, Puff, Puff and Jay-Z. Jay mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They looking at him kind of funny. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Pharrell has a standoffish pose with his hands in his pocket. 
you know, of course, Jay-Z is totally disconnected. Mm -hmm. And it might be one of them things where, yes, you know what I'm saying, you might not want to fuck with him, but what you cannot do is ignore the nigga, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? And them Yeezys are still selling and his money is still right. So he's still in y'all face and might pass them niggas mm -hmm. in money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to fucking deal with him and respect it. You know what I'm saying? So in that picture, shit, he, you know what I'm saying? Right. He, you know what I mean? <clears throat> He's still standing right there, even though y'all might feel some kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he on your heels, and he not to be, you know what I'm saying, discounted. Cause you got to consider the philosophy. You got to consider it, man, because you going to have the bread. Yeah. You going to be right there in that bean that club right next to you. I heard, I'm not sure how uh, true this is, but it sounds interesting. You know, when he did all of that, when he hit them churches, he made over a million dollars touring, but he made sure that he didn't do any Live Nation venues. He went outside the system and still church. Ate. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's just something to, you know, just something to see. You know what I'm saying? Even still operating outside of the system and getting that shit to rock with him. I had one last um, uh, honorary mention category. Mm -hmm. This is just off the top of the head. Meme of the year. What you okay. got? Meme of the year for me? Uh-huh. Ah, there's so many. Them shits come and go so fast. Only one that stick out in my head right now as you say it, uh -huh. since I didn't research this, Yeah, uh -huh. is uh, Kiki Palmer. Okay. I don't know this man. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. If I had never seen this man before right. in my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because... It, it was almost the greatest promotion for her new moves that she making, like with the new show right. and all that shit. It was like, it was right on time. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was her. It wasn't staged and no shit. Right. It was just her being her in a in a in a, a black woman's, you know what I'm saying, essence. Right. So I fought with that, but I don't really know, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, mean, I can't remember. To, we might have to have a full conversation. I thought we did once. What? Just about the Kiki Palmer transition, cause Kiki Palmer been like that's your people, ain't it? Nah, I don't know her, oh. but I, I fuck with how she's made. Some you wanted in the movie with her? No, oh, not that oh, I know. No, no. Not that I could. I mean, no. I thought <laughs> I thought that was your love interest in the movie one time. No, 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 not not. Who am point. I thinking of? Thinking of Tessa Thompson. Ah, Tessa Thompson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, but uh, yeah, she got some funny shit on the gram. Kiki Palmer, she does it like a whole little. She got these characters that she does mm -hmm. that are like, you know, it's like a performance piece. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that kind of, it's like, you know, it's one of these things where you're like, oh, wow, that's another persona this person mm -hmm. does. Uh, but <clears throat> just that, and that, this was off the top of the head, but I was talking to just people. Meme of the Year might not be my favorite, but I feel like it's definitely finished up strong. Got a lot of traction, a lot of people been, but that damn cat. And knows oh. and it's what and it's funny <laughs> because I don't even all the way understand the meme of it all where right. it came from, but the right. cat and I guess those are some housewives, but just that little cross, it's supposed to be this. Right. No, it's that, and right. it's just yeah, that shit. Whatever you use it for, right, has been uh, it's been it's been effective. So yeah, I think. I think I'm gonna get at the uh, meme of the year. And then I guess, you know what I'm saying, I don't know what we got, it's, we ain't got a donkey of the day or whatever, donkey of the year or whatever. I guess we need to come up with our own version of whatever. Yeah. But you know, we gotta give Takashi 6 9 something. Uh, I guess. 
mean, he, he he had a spectacular rise, which was maybe two, two years ago. He was the ago. cautionary tale of 2019. And a spectacular fall. Yeah. I mean, 2019, he was fell spectacularly. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. he went out blazing. Who who was more of a cautionary tale? Takashi or Jesse Smollett? Takashi. His ass is still in jail. He's and it got real life consequences coming out. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? He right. pissed gangsters off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, <laughs> he might have real bullets. Jesse, Jesse Smollett invented his own enemy. So he don't really have no enemy. Oh, man. <laughs> Juicy Smollett. That's true. That's true. The French actor known as Juicy Smollett. Well, tell these people where you're going to be for the rest of 2019. For the rest of 2019, I'm going to be in the city of Atlanta, mm-hmm. Wakanda, USA, mm-hmm. you know, um, celebrating with family, mm-hmm. friends. Right I'm now, ready. right now I'm with family. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So this and, was a booking. We we fine. Yeah. We happy we got you. Yeah, right now I'm with family. There you go. And um, so I'll be here. I'll be back in the motherfucking lab, top mm-hmm. of the year. Mm. So you can catch me on the gram, at Mr. Muhammad. You can catch me on Twitter, at Mr. Muhammad. I hear that. Wear it up. You can catch me everywhere, social media, D-Lemon Comedy. Uh, if I'm doing any shows, uh, at this point, I'm not booked at the moment, but uh, anything could change. So always checking, you know what I mean, on that social media, and I'll update you. But until then... Until 2020. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We are out. Merry Christmas. Actually, you know what? Before I go, before I say Merry Christmas, I do want to say rest in peace to Chris Cotton. I want to say rest in peace to Angelo Lozada. Uh, rest in peace, George Harris. And, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, consider, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, the fact that you up and you listening and you living, this is the gift. So live life, and we'll see you in 2020. We out. Yeah. Conversation, conversation.